Hey, Coral. Hey, Coral. What's up? Nothing much. Just recording the Coral <laughs> Just <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm Luke. I'm Mary. And today we have a special guest. Special guest. You want to say hi? Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to be weird because I feel like we have similar voices. Yeah, we it's, do. This is my, laughs. Yeah, this yeah. is my sister, Julia. So you might get confused with who's talking. <laughs> Not you, Luke, because you can see us. Right. But the girl's listening. And like well, the one asking the question will be Mary and the one answering will be Julia. So it's kind of... They'll get, given. they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll get it. They're smart. John's smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her only listener. <laughs> Her own father. <laughs> Hopefully he'll know. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So we have a special guest on tonight. Today. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Yay. Round of applause. Awkward fingers. Round of applause. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be talking to Julia about her life, about um, her profession, about what else are we talking about? Long distance relationships, relationships. self-care, anxiety, dance, all of it. All of it. Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But first, to, to start out the episode, we're going to do our highs of the week. Yes. So Mary, do you want to go first yeah you go first yeah yeah, i'll go first my high of the week so it's currently january 3rd and on january 1st new year's well i guess new year's eve i attended the (laughs) justin bieber virtual concert in my basement (laughs) and can i just say that it was quite magical we had some drinks beforehand so we had our dad take shots with us mm-hmm. and can we just say john i know that you're listening he's a monster with shots he prefers vodka i'll just leave it at that i've never ever heard someone utter the words out of their mouth because we took a shot of tequila and he was like oh my gosh like tequila uh, uh. and then we give him vodka and we're like julie was like do you need a chaser he's like no i love vodka I've I've never heard someone say those words. He like has it in his water bottle every day. <laughs> well, that's what our mom was like. Yeah, at the clubs he used to have vodka on the rocks. That's what that was his drink of choice. It's like what? So weird. It's punishment. That's punishment. It's like alcohol, like yeah. literally rubbing alcohol. Oh yeah. So we had some shots beforehand. Um. I was the only one that attended because you guys all went to bed before yeah. midnight. Yeah, I didn't right. even stay for midnight. <laughs> bed? Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> kind of overrated to me. It, it is very overrated. I just stay up late now in general, so it was, I stayed up. Yeah. but it's late for me. Yeah, and no one was doing anything this year, so it's kind of stupid to stay up if you didn't want to. Just go to bed. We had that option. Yeah, so I was in the basement by myself. I had the lights all cool. I was dancing. I was singing. I He didn't come out till 11.45, so he was pretty late. It was supposed to start at 11, but he sounded amazing. He looked amazing. He forgot some of the words to his songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, he sounded really good. He had a little a diva moment when he was like, I need some water, like kind of some water. I'm about, I'm about to die. He said He said that he felt like he was going to die. And I was like, okay, dramatic, but <laughs> dramatic as well. So, 
<laughs> yeah, but it was so good. I was on such a high and I watched it the next night as well because they had it on um, again. You rewatched it? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Better the second time? Better the second time. And my love for him is reignited. And his new video. Mm-hmm. Could we talk about that? Anyone? Oh, I forgot to watch it. Luke, you have to watch it. Uh, I will. It's called Anyone. The song itself is so good. So good. And the video. He looks amazing. I've never seen him look so good. They cover up all his tattoos and his hair is kind of like, it's like hat hair kind of, but I don't know. It's just like a little headband. Yeah. Oh, he looks so good. Julia, what are your thoughts on Justin Bieber? Are you a believer? Um, I don't, I'm not a believer, but I like his music. Like, I, I don't know. I don't go out of my way to listen to it. If it's on, I enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. That's how I am. I kind of prefer his. Well, I actually haven't listened to like this recent album, but I like his um like sorry and oh yeah, what do you mean like all that era? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, like the purpose tour. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. But you watched the movie, right? You've seen it. That like the original? Yeah. 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 I do like that one. I made Luke watch it. <laughs> that was good. Those that era of him was good too. Like baby. Baby. Yeah, he sang "Baby" at the concert. So cute. That's good. Did he sing his other old ones too? He sang ba- "Baby" was like the oldest one he sang. He sang "What Do You Mean?" I think he sang a few songs from that like album. A few from his new one. I think the most underrated Justin Bieber song is "Beauty and a Beat." That's a good song. That is such a good song. With Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just had to give a little nice jazz funk combination to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the yummy video, the Paris Global video. Yep. Yeah, so that's my high of the week. Luke, what is your high of the week? Okay, my high of the week is um I got strep throat. such a high um (laughs) i think the high part is that i'm feeling better okay (laughs) i was saying yesterday to like one of my friends i was like when i get sick i think like mary knows this like it's the end of the world (laughs) like i'm like like, never yeah yeah i'm like i'm never gonna get better I was like, what if I have to quit dance? Like, oh my gosh, no. I was like, I was like, you know, like really like I was like, what? Like, you know, but I got better and I was like, the sun came out. Oh my gosh. And the lumps went down. <laughs> the lumps went down. <laughs> but also it was like kind of low-key fun because I just like sat on my bed all day for for a few days and watched um gossip girl <laughs> finish the season before they took it off netflix nice yeah because they just took it off so i said you have to finish it i don't think if you didn't have strep throat i don't think you would have finished it i don't think i don't think i would so it's the little things little wins well i'm glad that you turned that into a high because some people would look at that as a low well it was a low you know like you know not being able to do things and yeah things like that but also 
you know. It wasn't, it wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. That that's a good thing. I, I was really scared that it was COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Julia, what's do you have a high of the week? What's your high? Um, I have two, I think. So one is that I've been off all week from work. So it's been very nice, very relaxing. Um, and then my second high is that for my birthday slash I treated myself, I got a Nintendo Switch. So I've been gaming all week. Gamer! I'm a gamer. Gamer. <laughs> yeah. What do you play? Uh, I've been playing... Mario Galaxy throwback oh, and then just like the uh original Super Mario Bros and all that stuff I like anything Mario fun. yeah that is a high of the week that's that's a good high of the week time to use it yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you could use it at night it could be like a a treat a bedtime thing yeah you <laughs> take like, bedtime story <laughs> you take it to work and the kids are like having a tantrum and you're just like I was gonna say <sighs> I was probably not look good like I was thinking about it I was but like, taking it to work yeah oh like, no 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 don't take it to work definitely <laughs> you're just like sitting there you're like stop crying just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't do that no it's okay. but you'll have the weekends night times yeah whenever you want yeah. and it'll last a long time yeah and if you're at work Maybe I'll use it. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's like, don't, no, just leave it. Don't, I'll watch it. You don't take it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it like a hawk. Okay. Or you can like sneak into the bathroom and use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I used to do that at work. I would, I didn't, I didn't have a Nintendo Switch, but like when I was working at the, I won't say where, I would go to the bathroom sometimes and just go on my phone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> when I needed a break, I was like, I can't deal with people right now. One time I worked at Panera, (laughs) and I, like, sometimes we get so tired from, like, standing up and stuff, and one time I was, I was, like, cleaning the dining room, and there was, like, a little back section that, like, didn't have a lot of seating, and I would, like, sit down and, like, take a break while I was cleaning, because I was tired. I only did that once, though. (laughs) I always forget that you worked at Panera. Yeah, me too. What an era. We, we, we block it out of our memory. Block it out. <laughs> All right. So those were our highs of the week. Pretty good. Pretty good week overall. Yeah. Pretty good week. Now let's get into it. Now so. Get into it. So. So. <laughs> you grew up a dancer. We all danced. Dancers. Fun stuff. Yes. Then you went to Ryder University. And you went in undecided. Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, I went in my freshman year undecided, but I declared a minor in dance. So I was still mm-hmm. able to dance. And then after the first year, I decided just to fully major. <laughs> Obviously, like Ryder is not a performing arts school, but mm-hmm. we did have a, you know, dance program and could take classes, you know, like three or four times a week. And I um did the dance ensemble so I could choreograph and then I also did the dance team so it was just kind of like trying to dance as much as I could pop you know um and then I started taking psychology classes and I minored in psychology and I was like oh what 
what can I do with mm-hmm. dance and psychology? Because I liked both. I still didn't really have a career in mind. Um, and then we had a professor come in and she started to talk about dance therapy. And I had never heard of it. And just after doing some research and stuff, I decided that I think, you know, like it would be something that I could see myself doing. It kind of incorporates, you know, dance and therapy. (laughs) therapy, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, growing up, I was an anxious dancer. So, I mean, (laughs) perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, right out of my senior year, I graduated and I moved to Brooklyn and I, did a two-year program in dance therapy. Um, graduated this past May. In the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a <laughs> pandemic. Um, uh, yeah, now here I am. Here we are. Okay. Let's backtrack. So, I, rem- I literally remember dropping you off at college or freshman year, oh like the God. first day. And you were, we were all like crying. Like you were crying. I remember I cried. Like so it was bad. mom was so Aww. devastated. Like it was insane. And you were anxious, I would say. Yeah. I mean, that whole summer I was fine. I think because I kind of just like put it out of my mind. And then the, literally the night before I left, it hit me. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, and like you don't know what to expect when you're first like you were the first one to go to college. Like, right. So you just hard. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily like being at college that made me so nervous. It was more of the thought of like, okay, now I'm officially like an adult. I'm grown up. I mm-hmm. can't ever really live at home. I mean, I could, but yeah. it's not like socially acceptable yeah. for an extended amount of time. Yeah. So it was kind of like there's no turning back. Yeah. So I think that it was like really overwhelming. Um, but then I found really good group of girls that were in the dance program my roommate Jamie Jamie shout out Jamie um and yeah after you know a few weeks honest like yeah not not even yeah just a few weeks I felt you know right at home yeah I think you were so lucky to find Jamie and have like because you two were roommates all throughout college all four years she was a dancer as well and that's how you are Luke with Ben yeah yeah we like kind of yeah same like we met and then we're roommates like right away and like mm-hmm. ever since and like yeah like that's been it's been nice to like have like because I was gonna say like going to college is like so scary because you don't know what to expect you know especially if you're like living away from home so but um yeah like finding a good group of people is like so important so it's good that you were able to do that yeah and too I think like we grew up really sheltered and not <laughs> having many experiences like our grade school high school both were really small and so it's just like kind of like a culture shock going to I mean Ryder's not a big school by any means but it was still you know bigger the campus the you know everything parties and yeah so foreign to me and you're like all alone and I'm all alone right yeah because I remember I think even mom was like oh like do you want to like commute like whatever Mm -hmm. I think I think we I think she said like give it like a try right I think it's good that you did because I think I feel like you like flourished in college. I did. I like college was the best time of my life. Like (laughs) I peaked in college. (laughs) I loved living in the dorms. We would have like shower parties. Well, not like that sounds really bad. Like (laughs) throw on like 
Oh, like a communal bathroom. Yeah, it was communal bathroom. Never so like, had we would a all be like, bathroom. hey, we're going to shower now. Like, I had that's this playlist fun. and we would all like be singing like rap songs and stuff in the shower. Oh, that's so fun. We'd all get that ready, is- you know, going out together. And yeah, it was fun. Going, I love the dining hall. Oh, I love it. Just That's so weird. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> like, oh, who's going to be there at this time of day? Are we going to oh, see yeah. X, Y, and Z? That was always like, fun freshman year, going to the dining hall and like seeing the same people. Yep. Yeah. See, I never got that because my school was so big. And so it was like, you see people at the dining hall and you're like, <laughs> or I'd be like in line to get an omelet and then like a big basketball player was behind me. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Me? Like, yeah. Because Luke, you had like a full kitchen in your freshman dorm, which is crazy. We did, yeah. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like um, I went to the dining hall for all my meals. I could only go for like a certain amount. Um, oh, wow. So when you went, it was like, when are you going to go? Like, what's the best? You had to be strategic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but that's, it, it was, it's fun. Like, it's definitely fun to go and like see people. And like, you have like all the good stories from it. People mm-hmm. watch. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we used to stay like hours after we would finish yeah. eating, just like mingling and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had all you could eat. It was like a buffet style. Yeah. So you just keep going back. We could just oh, keep going back. Good. We, I would steal like oh. cereal in a cup and take it back with some milk. And I mean, yeah, we would eat so much freshman year because mm-hmm. we would go right after dance and we were always yeah. like hungry and like right after like classes all day. And we would like get like bagels for dinner for like an appetizer and then like dinner and then like cookies and ice cream for dessert. Yeah, but like we were dancing all day, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I've been more fit in my life than college. <laughs> just so weird yeah yeah weird. so so then so, so rider was like a smaller school you said yeah I think I'm trying to think I think my graduating class was over like it was like 850 oh wow that is small what was it 8,000 no 800 <laughs> um um yeah I mean it was a smaller graduation yeah I mean wait can you tell the story of your graduation <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny oh no well we decided to go out the night before of graduation of course and we went out to this bar that every Thursday night was like college night and they had dollar beers and <laughs> you know three dollar shots and whatever so we went out and we got back really late and it's one of those things like when you have had you don't have like time to sleep off your drunkness <laughs> and so I woke I had to wake up early because the graduation ceremony was like a half hour away or whatever and I felt so sick I was like I threw up kind of gross Uh, (laughs) yeah I got sick I like headache like I just thought I was like really hungover really bad and then we ubered there and I was like they had us line up by major and I was sitting there with like all the dance girls and I was just like, guys, like I need water. Like, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Like I was getting like hot flashes. <laughs> and so like they had to like fan me and I got a cup of water and then we kept like inching closer and closer to the like main entrance and like literally five minutes before they called us to go out, I got sick again. And <laughs> they had like, they had moms that were there to like help us. And the mom like looked at me and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm going to be sick. And so she got like, she had a box of like programs. She dumped it out and gave me the box. <laughs> it's like hold my task back. 
<laughs> you threw up in the box. I threw up in the box. The whole class is like lined up behind me. That's so me. embarrassing. <laughs> and then literally I like finished. She repinned my hat and I walked out. Like the dancer in me, I said, five, six, seven, eight, go out on stage. Like, and I, you know, yeah, Miles, we saw you. We're like, there she is. And we're like, hey. waving to her taking pictures but I really but I got sick afterwards Mm -hmm. like I got like the flu after so I think it was kind of a combination of both um that's fierce though yeah yeah it's a good story epic I'm just sitting there like spinning (laughs) good thing you threw up before you went on stage oh Oh my my god God. I know can you imagine you get your diploma (laughs) you're like you're like you throw up in the program and then you're like <laughs> Awkward fingers. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And I remember because we were going to go to some really nice Italian restaurant that night, and like and we canceled. like we just thought you were hungover, and you were like so sick that night, and we canceled. And I was so upset. I was just looking forward to having that dinner, and I was just like, like so angry. <laughs> I thought you were just like really hungover. I was like, you're so dramatic. I'm like, you'll feel better if you eat like I'm like a week later. Yeah, like, you were still sick. <laughs> you're like, can't we just leave her here? come on we can bring something back (laughs) oh my gosh that's a good story yeah that's a good graduation story um okay so going back again do you want to say how you got into psychology like is there a story about that or a story about how you got into like dance therapy um I mean psychology has always kind of been something that I've been interested in I like growing up had experienced you know a lot of anxiety um I went to therapy when I was like 13 uh for like anxiety and depression both I was pretty depressed too panic attacks so you know my mental health and like trying to understand why I was the way I was Mm -hmm. I think really led me to look into psychology um that's also really, and I still am to this day, like, I love true crime, and I love learning about, like, serial killers and stuff, and, like, <laughs> why, like, what were their childhoods like, like, just, like, what yeah. is going on in their brain. Yeah. So, yeah, those two things really fascinated me, and, um, yeah, so I think that's kind of, like, yeah. what both led me to, to do psychology. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, because I think... Like, the more and more I talk to people, like, literally everyone I talk to, I think, experiences some, like, anxiety to some extent. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you had it more severe. But mm-hmm. I think, like, it runs in our family, which I think, like, both our parents have anxiety. So it's kind of, like, we're, like, inbred to have it because yeah. it's, it's just in, like, both sides of the family. And it wasn't, I feel like it's, like, a recent thing that's being so much more yeah. talked about openly and stuff. Because yeah. I remember, like... I was like 10 there was no like no no one talked about it <laughs> nobody there's no I was like what the heck it's wrong with me I didn't even know there was anything wrong with me because I remember like being young like five six years old and I would have like I wouldn't be able to sleep at night because I was so anxious wow but, like I didn't even know it was anxiety yeah and you wow. wouldn't go to preschool like mom would drop you off at preschool you would just cry and like looking back like that's probably like a panic attack and like yeah anxiety. separation anxiety and stuff just like wow little things that I never even would have thought Wow. Anxious being. <laughs> I wonder if that will like change for children as like because now like people are talking about it more. Like I wonder if that'll be like more like yeah, because no one talked about mental health like in children really. Yeah. 
and like because remember like like when we were I remember when I was a kid someone would be like diagnosed with ADD or ADHD and all the adults would be like oh well back in my day like like they didn't talk about that like you were just like whatever mm. but I wonder if it'll be like similar to that like talking about like anxiety and like depression thing like, with children like oh well, back in my day we didn't even know that that was a thing like you know like it'll be, be more taken care of yeah and I think too like realizing especially for kids like there doesn't have to be a trigger mm-hmm. or anything like it could just already be a part of you know your brain chemistry because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything that necessarily like yeah triggered mine when I was that young that yeah that's the part I find like like, the most frustrating about anxiety is that like sometimes like there's no trigger like sometimes when I'm feeling anxious I'm like I don't know why I'm feeling anxious I'm just am like or it's like the anxiety comes first and then it's the trigger so it's like I had a panic attack at five o'clock now every day at five o'clock I feel like I'm gonna have a panic attack yeah it's just like a vicious cycle yeah and then you get anxious about being anxious and then it's like (laughs) just like oh yeah yeah but I feel like you've really like, I don't say like overcome it because I feel like anxiety is like a long-term, mm-hmm. like you just kind of have it, but you moved to New York, which we will talk about. Huge step, yeah. And I mean, now like you're working a first big girl job. Mm-hmm. Big, girl. Big, big girl. girl. big girl. Big girl job. So yeah, I, I feel like you're good in psychology. Like you're very, pa- and you're like a patient person. So like you do well with that yeah especially with like the the job you're in right now which we'll (laughs) get into into. yeah good job yeah I mean I think definitely there's still times where especially with you know COVID and Mm -hmm. the pandemic like who isn't feeling some sort of anxiety of you know the unknown the uncertainty of everything um but I will say like medication has been life-changing for me if anyone Mm -hmm. out there all your followers all your (laughs) listeners like consider it because it really like it yeah. changed my life like I don't yeah. think I could have accomplished half of what I have without you know that helping me yeah I, awesome. yeah I think everyone should consider that I don't like I feel like I shouldn't and I, don't, I feel like people are so like against it sometimes either people are like so against it or they're like oh I'll just like take medication but I definitely think it's something to consider and it's like not something to be ashamed of because no. when you look like probably most of the people you know are on medication for something or or should be <laughs> yeah or should be or yeah. have anxiety like I don't think I've ever met someone who has never like had some kind of anxiety I think it's just like the world we live in now is so anxiety producing social media I will social say social media internet yeah I definitely mean, a trigger what kids are exposed to now versus even when we were young oh you know? yeah I mean it's just crazy but there are on the bright side with social media, there are a lot of resources because I I see on like my for you page sometimes like there's so many like anxiety accounts where it's like tips for if you're feeling anxious like tips mm-hmm. for deep breathing like things you can do like so there are a lot of resources but I would say it's like a double edged sword social media it is yeah can help and can hurt yeah okay so now we will move to being in New York mm-hmm. and I think getting there wasn't like the easiest because your first choice was Drexel right yeah yeah so I applied to three different schools and Drexel probably was my top choice originally just out of 
for the masters. familiarity like i knew feel like you know yeah. like i haven't lived in philly but it was more familiar to me than yeah like new york was just such like this big scary like yeah. unknown place um and i would be closer to home and yeah i could just see myself in philly mm-hmm. but i think like you were saying too like their program is really competitive and they've have they have a lot of undergrads that roll into the graduate program yeah they're their DMT program like I know because a lot of the, when you're a dance major like you can choose to be in like a like pre track, yeah. yeah and they I think pretty much like most people who are on that track get into the program so there's very few spots for like outside people mm-hmm. so I know that now like being there like it's they don't really like take in people which yeah. it was hard because like you were or were you waitlisted I was waitlisted okay, that's good. yeah um so yeah but then I was accepted into Pratt in Brooklyn and I was like all right like (laughs) let's do it like I you know right out of college so I didn't even have any time to like yeah you know digest because also like what job am I going to find with a dance major it's like minor that's not like a dance teacher yeah you know like so I it's not like I could like work and you know gain experience in any kind of Mm -hmm. job that would help me so yeah that summer I worked and tried to save up and moved at the end of August. And, you know, I was in a class of 13. So my program was just 13 people. And I moved into (laughs) some student housing with somebody that I had no idea who they were. Um, Wait, and can I just say the student housing that you moved into was the place I lived in Joffrey. Yep. (laughs) That's the wild. That is that's yeah yeah that's funny first so, time you didn't have a great roommate <laughs> yeah you know it it was bound to happen sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah you got lucky with a good one so it was right. that- I was like finally like but there were positive people that came out of living <laughs> in New York yeah so uh let's see how we should start this well it was like my first weekend there I was like hmm let me just go on tinder and like (laughs) you know I don't know anybody um my roommate and I aren't have you know anything in common not vibing (laughs) yeah not vibing and I was like like you know let me just you know nothing serious and I was actually like that summer before um there was somebody that I was kind of speaking with and I had completely like cut all ties because I didn't want, yeah, um, you know, anything serious, any, you know, big commitment. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. and I had just had a boyfriend the year before, the whole year. So I was just like, you know, I just want to do me. I don't, you know, I'm not going to have time to go out. I don't have money to go out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> First weekend there, <laughs> I matched with somebody. Hey, Ross, shout out, Ross. Name Ross. Ross. <laughs> Wait, so this, is your, this is like you're just like oh let me go on tinder first week there and you find i'm just laying in bed you know scrolling you know nope 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 oh yes and for whatever reason i decided to message him first oh okay and i i gave him a nice gif the the whale that says whale hello oh my that's like that's so you guys yes and so we got oh. talking and eventually he asked me out for drinks perfect date perfect date so we just met up. <laughs> uh it was a Tuesday night 
and we met up, we had dinner and some drinks. And then I was just really like smitten. Smitten. I and remember he's British for all of our girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're British. And he had a man bun. And he had a man a bun at the time. time. Yeah. So I like I was walking up to the restaurant and I saw some guy like standing out. I was like, this can't be him. Like I was like, what? No, no. And I was just like, did you know that he was British before? Yeah. Okay. But then I heard, oh, hello. And I was just like, oh my God, it's him. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah. The, movie. I know. And we went on like three other dates that week. That week? That week. Like we went Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all out. No way. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm sure Ross is listening. Hey, Ross. <laughs> Ross is yeah. more of like a quiet guy, shy guy. So did you like experience that at first? Like, were you like, oh, like he's shy. Like, not in like a bad way, but like, did you ever think like he wasn't into you or I guess he was into you. So like he kind of opened up like right away, not right away, but. Um, not really. I mean, I think like we kind of like connected right away, just yeah. based merely off the fact that we were in the city alone and like, you know, we were asking like, oh, I really wanted to go here. I wanted to see this. Like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I heard about that. And mm-hmm. well, let's go see it together. You know, like we might as well. And so it kind of just started out like that, like, oh, you know, there's a cool place over here. And <laughs> and he did tell me, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm only here for another month. Like, I'm here, you know, just traveling and, yeah. you know, just kind of living in the city before I settle down back at home. And I, you know, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're just doing you. You don't I'm have to be here. Like, like, yeah. yeah. A fling. Just, you know, whatever. And then it comes time for him to go. And I'm just like devastated and so did you guys make when when he left did you guys make plans to continue talking or did you kind of like just kind of cut it off there he did he really wanted to come back I don't you know and I had no expectations of that happening I was like okay yeah we're probably gonna talk for like another few weeks and just like it'll fizzle out yeah um but then he, he made arrangements and he found a way to come back for you know, on another travel visa. And so he came back for, I think it was like two months. And we were still in New York at that time. Like he had gotten another apartment and stuff. And uh, yeah. And then after that, he left to go home. And ever since then, we've been. That's crazy. Like that's like, that's not a long time. I know. So yeah, like when you think about it, we were really together for like three months at the most. Wow. Yeah. That is so, that's like perfect time, perfect place. And that was December 2018. Two years. Yep. Oh. I've been there a few times. He's come here. So we kind of like have always arranged. It's like every like two months, somebody goes to the other. And yeah, he's, you know, taken me to France and Scotland and traveled. And I mean, it's just been Patty. Patty. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Whenever I tell people, like friends, like, oh yeah, like my sister met her boyfriend on Tinder, they're like, what? Like, no one believes that. I'm like, yeah, and, like he's from London. Like, yeah. it just like gets like crazier and crazier. It's so weird. And I found out later because like we don't like talk about like her past at all. Like, mm-hmm. like I guess it's not really necessary. But I was always wondering, like, well, why, like, what, what was he doing on Tinder? You know, like, and then it came out, like, his sister's like, oh, yeah, like, I told him make one. 
because you're all alone out there like you should meet somebody and literally mm-hmm. like a week later that's when we matched <laughs> so meant to be yeah so meant to be it's like written in the stars mm-hmm. and that's why i think like you going to Pratt because you were like a little nervous at first I think and then like not getting into Drexel that kind of stuff like it was literally meant to be I know everything just fell right into place and I really like having him there was like such yeah a good thing like it it gave me something to do with my free time and I got out and I got to explore the city I just felt like comfortable and I really think that's why I didn't have like such a hard time mm-hmm. transitioning mm-hmm. that's a good point like feeling comfortable and like having like things to do and like mm-hmm. experience yeah because if not sometimes like I'm definitely a homebody so mm-hmm. I can get stuck in that like I just mm-hmm. stay home and just watch a movie and stuff but you know we went we saw like different museums and we went to Central Park and different bars and like just fun things so it was really good that's so good. <laughs> so now he lives in London, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lives in London. Long distance. And you kind of like talked about it before a little bit, like saying every two months or so, like you try to visit each other. But like, what are other things that you're doing to like keep the relationship alive? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we text every day, like just, you know, and then yeah. we've established like ever since he left the first time. We have a specific time. So even the first time he left you, I still would face him every day? Yeah. Wow. Because of the time difference. So like how, like, they're five hours ahead. So when it's 10 o'clock there, it's five o'clock here. And it always just worked out like five to six or like around that time. It would be our daily FaceTime. And so we FaceTime every day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some days, you know, with class or work or, you know, yeah, the odd days, it, it doesn't work out. But yeah, we always, you know, even if it's for like 10, 15 minutes, just yeah. check That's in. So nice. I think just like that face to face. Yeah. is really important. And also like, I was listening to someone talking about this, but like FaceTime is so like, yes, like in person is like totally different like mm-hmm. want that but like FaceTime has like a lot of good qualities too because you get to like there's no other like distractions like you're just like you said you're not like going right. to a book or you're not like going to a museum like you're just like really just you and them <laughs> yeah so even if it's just at like 10 minutes it's like like really important to and it, it probably like makes your relationship grow in a different way don't you think I think so and I, I like we've always kind of had a deadline of like oh you're leaving next month or I only have till the weekend so I think like we we progress in a really short amount of time like emotionally together Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, like we we created that bond really quick Mm -hmm. and I think too just being away from somebody like makes you appreciate them that much more yeah so yeah because yeah because we talked about that on our long distance episode is that because like whenever we're together like yeah it's always like it's never just like, oh, yeah, like, you're together. It's like, oh, for two weeks, a day, whatever it is. So whenever yeah. you're with someone. We make the most of it. Yeah. yeah. You always. It's, and it's not even, like, doing things. Like, you don't have to be, like, doing stuff 24-7. It's just, like, when you're with them, it's like, okay, like, there's a time limit to it. Right. So it makes it more special. Aww. That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. We love Ross. We'll <laughs> come here. Our parents love him. Liz loves yeah. him. 
Liz found out that she's from English we have heritage. English blood. She's she, that queen. She, yeah. <laughs> so she, all of her, you know, England related questions I have to pass on to Ross and then I pass his answer on to her. <laughs> the messenger. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And yeah. it's been like another really fun part too. I feel like it's like learning a different culture. I mean, I feel like the UK in general is pretty similar to us here, but there's mm-hmm. still like little things and like I don't even know, just like sayings and food and holidays that are just slightly different. Yeah. It's been really fun to kind of like exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they call vacation holiday, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Going on holiday. You do. Love that. (laughs) Yeah. It's been fun because we're watching the Great British Baking Show. So on Christmas when Julie was FaceTiming Ross, I popped in and I was asking him some baking questions. I was like, do you eat biscuits or cookies? <laughs> <laughs> do you eat a meat pie? Yeah, they definitely the food I would say is different. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to London, you said like it's a lot of like meat and stuff it's like just that. different. Yeah. I was <laughs> watching. I was watching the Sweet Life on Deck, and they went to London. <laughs> okay. They had meat pies. Yep. Yeah. And I was thinking about. I was thinking about because Mary was talking to me about about that yeah oh yeah they love meat pies so wait did you ever have one when you were there or no um I'm trying to think I don't think so I've had like pastries filled with like meat kind of sounds delicious like I I feel like I would enjoy a, a meat pie yeah oh yeah I mean yeah sounds like it's just like a chicken pot pie but like with meat yeah Basically. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. It has potatoes, veggies, gravy, like. Healthy. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Or a game pie, which is game, like. I don't know if I'd be. Game pie is like game pigeon. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, I mean, don't, I guess don't knock it till you try it. Maybe it tastes like true. True. Like when you grow up with it, it's just normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have hot dogs. Who knows what's in that? Yeah. Who knows what's in that? <laughs> it's mystery meat. <laughs> but we love a hot dog. But we I, love a good hot dog. <laughs> I love hot dogs. <laughs> we love a hot dog. We have no idea what's in it. <laughs> but we did any day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, we love Ross. Luke has met Ross virtually. Yeah. 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 Cool guy. <laughs> when they were making... Wait, what were you guys making? Oh, the hedgehog. Cage. Oh yeah, we were making a hedgehog house. <laughs> you were in New Jersey? No, I was at his house. Oh. Yeah, and I was there. It was this past July, so I had to quarantine for two weeks. So we had to kind of like get creative with our time, and so we found like extra plywood and stuff. And yeah, we made a hedgehog house. Oh. A Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. That amazing and we filled it with like hay and grass and like they like just scurry in there and like yeah <laughs> you like a slytherin section a gryffindor section. all the houses yeah yes <laughs> that's a smart way to spend your quarantine it was fun though i actually like and i kind of like knew too because like we it's gonna sound like really like i hope i don't like jinx but, like we don't argue just like really like i feel like sometimes rare in a relationship because I think like when you get comfortable with somebody Mm -hmm. you can kind of like you tend to like 
push push their buttons a little bit yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah like we I feel like worked well together like I don't know it's just like little things like that where I'm just like nice I think you're both very mellow people like you I feel like you don't argue in general yeah I don't like confrontation it makes me cry (laughs) yeah so like you don't really argue and I feel like Ross is very chill as well. Oh, yeah. We, like, we have to, like, flip a coin to decide, like, wh- what we're going to eat for dinner. Because <laughs> we'll just go back and forth, like, oh, I don't care. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. But I think you guys do work really well together. I think mm-hmm. you guys have, like, the same sense of humor. Because Julie really likes some odd things sometimes. <laughs> like, hedgehogs and, like, or animals. Big animal. Like, we love to name animals. That's cute. Turtle. Yeah, so. Robert the turtle, the alpacas. Little things like that, yeah. That's cute. Yeah. We love Julianne Ross. Love them. Okay, so now you met Ross, and now let's talk about first big girl job. First big girl job. So <laughs> you, you were on the job hunt for a while. Not a while, but you were, it was tough. Yeah, so I mean... This past summer, I kind of started out with, like, just allowing myself to have a break. Like, mm-hmm. don't even worry about it because it's, like, a really daunting, like, you know, mm-hmm. thing to take on. Uh, and especially with pandemic, you know, a lot of things are virtual or just graduating. I technically, like, with a lot of other, like, you know, psychology jobs or things, like, there's a lot more, like, in the field trainings. Like, I'm not licensed I'm not Mm -hmm. certified in any way but like that would come with time and supervision and you know things like that so that was like another hurdle like a lot of jobs want you to have experience and you know I don't have experience (laughs) and particularly I wanted I was looking at jobs with uh children with developmental disabilities um autism diagnosis and and stuff like that so I did I did apply for a few that were like in a dance therapy role and Mm -hmm. you know they're just like you need at least like a minimum one year experience with that population and stuff Mm -hmm. and so I was like hmm like the more and more I thought about it I was just like I don't feel 100% comfortable and ready to like call myself a therapist to like move into that role um and I was like, you know, maybe just taking it back, like, no one said I had to, like, right out, out of the gate, like, mm-hmm. be this, like, therapist person. And so I applied to a school that specializes in intellectual disability and autism for kids and young adults. And so now I was hired, like, September, I think. And so I do have direct support and caretaking. So I'm there to wake them up, to get them dressed, I take them to doctor's appointments if I have to, like really kind of being their like caregiver. And then with COVID, it's a hybrid schedule. So then in the afternoon, we all drive in a van into the school and I'm there in like their aid in the classroom and help them do work and, or take a break if they need, or, you know, just stuff like that. And I've, I've loved it so far. I like, I think just having like no pressure of like having to be like a certain type Mm -hmm. of like you know professional or Mm -hmm. whatever like it was just so refreshing to like be confident for once like I always feel like like in school and like my internships for 
dance therapy like I was always comparing myself to other people mm-hmm. and like just never felt confident so like moving into this role where I'm probably more qualified than most mm-hmm. um it, it just felt like nice for once like to be kind of like in the know yeah what's going on yeah yeah I feel like this role from the stories that you tell it just it definitely takes like a certain type of person mm-hmm. a lot of patience and I've said before I'm like I don't think I could do it just but I think I mean you said like the girls they really like you and then yeah I mean there's good moments and bad moments yeah there's you know aggressive behaviors and um but then there's also really sweet moments and endearing moments where they you know wave at you (laughs) (laughs) or like come sit next to you and want you know your attention and stuff so yeah it's been just really really nice to get to know the girls and you know it's my first kind of exposure to uh more severe um behaviors and Mm -hmm. disabilities in that sense so it's really kind of just opened my eyes and like now I'm kind of thinking like oh do I want to do more like ABA what is that so that's applied behavioral analysis and that's Mm -hmm. more of like you know making plans to decrease a certain behavior of like say you know a kid keeps drawing on the wall with his crayon or something it's like coming up with a plan to like okay when let's find out what happens before he picks up the crayon see if we can try to stop it and Mm -hmm. like I don't know just like different stuff like that um so kind of going more into like a clinical role Mm -hmm. and less of a like artistic Mm -hmm. like yeah holistic role and I think like I try to use both with stuff but I feel more secure with like a game plan yeah and like steps to follow yeah so it's definitely been something like I've been thinking about like going back for a second master's yeah Um, I mean if especially since this job is good since they offer that yeah they work like like, partnership with school rider right Mm -hmm. that's like meant to be too I feel like Going back to Ryder. Yeah. Wow, she can relive your days as a Bronx. <laughs> Love the Bronx. Back in the dining hall. <laughs> back in the dining hall. <laughs> With all the freshmen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, when, when I, back when I back was. Back in my day. <laughs> like, hey, let's go to the shower. <laughs> shower party. It'd be so different now, I think. Yeah, I don't even think like, like freshman now versus when you were a freshman. Yeah. I'd probably commute honestly or I think like, online yeah too. Would, yeah I think yeah. most master's programs are online like that mm-hmm. but I like what you said about how like this wasn't like your first choice job and like it wasn't like not like moving right into a dance therapy job because I think mm-hmm. I listened to a podcast about this like I think a lot of people our age especially they think that right out of college they're going to like land their dream job like I'm going to be this when I graduate. And most of the time, that's not how it is. Like you need to kind of get some jobs to get you to that place Mm -hmm. where I think our generation, yeah, especially with like instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Cause I know I experienced that. Like you just think right from college, like boom, you have a job. And I think when you graduate college, it's such like an awkward transition time. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like, I'm not a I'm not a student anymore but like I'm not working like what am I like it's just like weird yeah like am I like am I an adult like do I I can't pay my bills yet because I don't have a job but like I'm yeah. not in college like it just seems like a weird time mm-hmm. definitely and there was definitely also like a lot of like I feel like 
guilt with me like I'm like oh I've it's been such an investment to get this master's degree like I should be you know trying my hardest to find a job that you know does that yeah but I don't think I would would have been happy yeah and I I think I needed to still experience and like have like work one-on-one with people and and stuff like that so I think it's only going to help me in the long run and oh yeah you know I mean it's it's hard to know what kind of job you want to have right off the bat and I think it's okay to kind of like take a step back and like reassess like well maybe I want to try this or maybe I want to you know work with these kinds of people and, and stuff and I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think it I mean you have time like yeah we're young <laughs> yeah so why not you know we're gonna be working the rest of our life yeah we might as well find our niche or honestly too like if you want to do this like say maybe I want to do this for like 10 or so years maybe I want to change like completely when I'm 40 years old like mm-hmm. who knows I think just like ha- allowing yourself to like reinvent yourself as you're you know you move through life yes love that that because yeah like and like part of that is like listening to yourself like you're like okay like I oh like I'm understanding oh I want this or I I'm not like not vibing with this so I think that's important to like you know try to do like self-reflection or like you know like understand what you want so then you can continue to like learn about what you like and what you don't like you know I think that's so important so (laughs) I'm gonna find a picture of this this dietitian that I like oh here it is she posted this it says normalize discovering and chasing new dreams in your 30s normalize finding love in your 40s normalize finding yourself and your purpose in your 50s life doesn't end at 25 stop let's stop acting like it does I saw that I was like oh my gosh like yeah I feel like now like more like people are like getting married a little bit later having kids later like back back in the day it was like get married right out of college have kids in your 20s and now we're like like you're almost like halfway through your 20s it's like 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 the the thought of having kids right now it's so weird Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are kind of like taking their time to like find themselves find what they want to do yeah have their passion and then like evolve into that yeah especially as women like Mm -hmm. you know having that financial stability and stuff like that's always been something that I've wanted for myself even though like now it's only my first job (laughs) but like I've always you know envisioned myself like being able to take care of myself in the end of the day like not having to rely on somebody um you know to pay the bills and whatnot like mm. but yeah yeah and doing stuff like that because you're you know like I view it like I'm gonna be working probably like until I'm like yeah 80 something like with the way the world is now so like oh yeah if you're just doing something to get the paycheck it's not worth it like if you're just like living to go to work and like do you have money to like you know do what do what (laughs) yeah exactly like there's always gonna be another job out there that's gonna you know you can get just keep searching like you don't have to be committed to a job for the rest of your life yeah jobs are temporary absolutely and the second it makes you not happy leave get out of it just leave yeah yes love that snaps what a good way to like round this out yeah this out giving us inspiration 
Mm-mm. Inspiration. Wow. Okay. So we talked, touched on college, romance, jobs. Are there any final thoughts or words you want to leave for our girls? When we asked Liz this on her podcast, this was when the election was, it was like in the summer. She was like, vote. <laughs> I did not expect her to say that. We're like, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, Wear a mask. Get the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, for real. Get the vaccine. Be kind to yourself. Like, don't hold yourself to unrealistic expectations and standards that you can't accomplish. Like, just start small with whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it. We love that. Yay, girls. Yay. Thank you so much, Julia. This is amazing. It's oh, been thanks nice for to... having fun. Yeah. Hope I'm sure all the girls loved listening, John and Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they're going to love this episode. They're going to love this episode. Um, Stay tuned for more episodes. We have a bunch in our second season of course. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Saturday. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen for podcasts. Make sure you rate, review. Follow us at Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Uh, pimp yourself out. Where can people find you? Follow yeah. you. Myself? Yeah. So I'm on the social medias <laughs> at, at Julie Weiss with three S's. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, on the Facebook, the Instagram. LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah. Can I give me a call? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh my gosh, yeah. So follow Julia, follow Luke, follow Mary, follow the girls. Follow the girls um, so you can catch up with our lives. You guys know you love to do that. (laughs) And have fun. And have fun. Girls just want to have fun. And at the end of every episode, what do we do, Mary? We squeeze our eyes really big. On the count of three, you ready? One, One, two, two, three. three. Squeeze! Bye, guys. <laughs>